right hey guys um welcome to another ep- episode of tea podcast from numar and john uh, so today uh, the topic that we wanted to discuss is uh, while everybody is moving to the cloud and businesses are looking for people who can help with the cloud journey what networking and security tips you can give to your professionals in the cloud who have built their careers for 20 plus years and now uh, they come to the cloud and they feel that they're not being relevant because the cloud is so different the native constructs are so different the postures are different so first of all you know they not only need to know what the architecture and what their job responsibilities are but at the same time how do they get skills and and we were all a part of this uh, uh, over the past 3 years and we have acquired that skill and we wanted to provide these tips so today with us uh, we have <clears throat> three of the top architects in the world in cloud networking security uh, shahzad ali dena yanch and uh, hamad so welcome guys uh, really great to have you with us in this uh, podcast uh, we are going to want to keep it very casual uh, unscripted and we really want you to provide some tips to our audience right in terms of how can they be relevant in the cloud while things are moving into cloud they never got a chance to really uh, upskill their you know capabilities and now businesses are demanding them and then obviously john can provide his input in terms of because he has been um, head of infrastructure at uh, one of the biggest financial and he has been hiring people obviously sometimes you have to let people go as well because you know you have to basically make sure your team is ready to uh to um uh to to uh, cater to the new business demands so first of all uh maybe shahzad you can go ahead and give a quick intro of yourself yeah sure thanks uh, for inviting me here so my name is uh, shahzad ali i'm uh, here at aviatrix as principal solutions architect um all my life i've been networking and security guy started in cisco a um, number of years over there and then vmware nsx so that's me Great, Ahmad. Uh, you want to go quickly? Yeah, Shahzad is so secure that he doesn't even want to show us his face. Come on, man, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, ah, uh, there we go. Breach, breach. No, I think, I think, he, I think he forgot what he what he did in on-prem world. So now he jumped into the cloud. His memory is completely gone. He doesn't exactly. know what he did. So he has a hard time remembering what he did in VMware and Cisco and you know, all that thing. Anyways, go ahead, Hamad. All right, yeah, my name is Hamad Alam. I'm a principal architect along with Shahzad uh, at Aviatrix. Uh, before um, uh, before Aviatrix, I was at you know, VMware, Riverbed, Microsoft, uh, doing bunch of you know networking, application security. That's great. Dena, you want to go next? You know, tell us something about your uh, SD WAN uh, ventures and other things you did, um, and as the CCDA uh, being the youngest CCDA in in, in the world, uh, and then you know, uh, what are you working on these days? Yeah, that was that's self claimed, but uh, yeah. So this is <laughs> Dena Dena Yanch, and uh, like Naman had mentioned, my background is uh, in on prem networking. Specifically, I spent the last. uh four or five years in software defined wide area networking sd wan so i worked for a company called tiptela that was acquired by cisco so i was with with cisco for some time after that and uh then we'll go into my story as we talk here around why i'm in cloud now but uh, i i am in cloud and i'm in the right spot for sure that's great okay so i think uh, what what you wanted to do is you know um and then today focus is obviously about cloud networking security and how do we help out the application teams and and support that digital transformation that is happening so fast in the cloud so for 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 in terms of providing advice to your uh, cloud architects of the on prem world and networking security guys and gals right who are sort of uh, helping their businesses and businesses are demanding them 
to help them out with their cloud journey. What will be your some of the key tips that you want to provide to them on how do they upscale? Do they go and take uh, courses from AWS, Azure, GCP, Oracle? Because so there's so much to learn. And obviously, sometimes people may feel that, hey, this is just too much to handle, right? So what would be your, your advice in terms of uh, how they should, uh, they should shape their journey in terms of enablement and, and getting up to speed with the cloud? So maybe, um, Hamad, you want to start first? Yeah, sure. And I'll take all the time. So, um, so the first thing that I say uh, is that you know, make a, dis a decision that you have to invest time in learning this. Oftentimes, we who are, you know, uh, career people, decades of experience, and we feel that, oh, I've done enough um, and I have enough expertise that I can kind of, you know, take it from here and, and go to the end of my career, right? So I'm going to tell you that, you know, the, the, at the, the pace at which the world is moving and our, like, the, the infrastructure world is moving, that's not true. Um, it, it's going to be very hard for you to, uh, to stay relevant um, if you don't invest in yourself, Right, so you have to invest in yourself. Sometimes, you know, your day jobs may not require you to invest in, especially the multi-cloud, because multi-cloud is here. So you want, even if your day job doesn't allow, uh, doesn't require you to invest in that, you have to invest it in it. Number one. Number two is that you know when you have made that decision that uh, that I need to go learn cloud, how do you go about it? Like, of course, certifications are are in uh, a way with a traditional ways, and and I, I'm not gonna say don't do that. Definitely do that. But um, when you're when you're trying to learn, I'm not, we are not talking to like you know fresh grads. We're talking to career you know professionals. So what you want to do is look at the relevant areas of cloud, things that you did on-prem, the problems that you solved in on-prem, all of those problems exist in the cloud. That's a given. So the way you had to do networking, the way you had to do security and micro-segmentation and connectivity, all of those problems exist in the cloud. So, so think from that perspective that everything that you did on-prem has to be done in the cloud, but, but in the cloud, all the tools and, and the deep uh, you know, um, uh, toolkit that you had is gonna be taken away. Things will be very, very basic. So keep those things in your mind that now you have to solve the challenges with limited tool set and you need to understand how the native constructs work and then you will have to take your existing networking expertise, all those, those years of experience and translate that into cloud lingo and, and, and solve it. Now, how do you equip yourself to solve that? Yes, you have to learn the native constructs. You have to you know, find uh, ways how the problems need to be solved in the cloud. But I would say, I mean, that's, that to me is, is a starting point for that should be in your mindset. That's great. So, so Dana, you know, <clears throat> let's say if somebody is, is more like, let's take an example of a, a cloud architect, right? Who has been architecting cloud in the on-prem world, right? CCIE, CCNA, maybe or equivalent of Juniper or Rista, but then, mm. you know, maybe a little bit of SD-WAN. Now, you know, they, they all have to help out their 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 mission-critical application. They support the business because obviously DevOps proves certain things early on, but things are no longer a science project. It has to be managed and operated in the in a manner that basically is required for mission-critical applications. So what would be some of your crisp guidance in terms of what certifications they should be doing because yeah, I think I can understand that I have to spend time and I have to learn the native constructs. But as we have all seen, right, staying in a in a world where you are pressed for time, right, and you are basically you all have your day jobs, right? How do you actually go about doing that? Is it about hey, 
do this AWS specific course, do that ACE certification course, right? And go and yeah. work on these labs. What are some of the crisp? How did how how was your journey when you started to learn uh, the cloud concepts? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And I, I can tell you a little bit about my my background and how I got to where I am today, just to frame the the, the conversation here. You know, I was a, a product of the Cisco Network Academy, right? That 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 was a very curriculum based way of learning networking. And so I went into that. It, I don't know. It's got to be two thousand seven, a long time ago. I feel I'm old now, and and that was um, basically, you know, I didn't know anything about networking. I knew how to connect. Uh, cables to get my computer to get on the internet so I could play Counter-Strike, but I didn't know anything other than that, right? But uh, so I was always a curriculum-based student. And I the way I, I went through this whole industry was I just followed the trends, right? I was like, okay, this is a trend right now. That's a trend. This is hot. That's hot. So I would focus on the curriculums that were available to me to become an expert in that domain. And that made me relevant. That always made me relevant. I don't think I've not been relevant because I've been focused on what's hot. And so eventually, you know, when I was over at Cisco I, and I was focused on SD-WAN, which was very hot and relevant at that time, it's much, much less relevant now, to be honest. Uh, I, I started to quickly realize from conversations with customers and that, that cloud was what's becoming relevant. I needed to get on that cloud bandwagon. And so, I approached it in a couple of ways. Number one, I started to put myself uh, out there within my organization to take on any cloud challenge or cloud pro uh, or cloud um, uh, situation. So, for example, if Cisco had a customer doing some cloud-specific uh, deployments, I would make my, myself available to be the lead on that, even though I didn't know anything about it. I would just, you know, I throw. I'm a trial by fire, right? So, I th was thrown into it. Then I, I got the opportunity to come over to Aviatrix, and when I jo joined this company. I wasn't, I wouldn't consider myself a cloud expert. I had experience with AWS and Azure, but very basic experience. And I'll be honest, how I learned the cloud within the last year was more of a reverse engineering method versus a, uh, a curriculum-based method, which is very uh, different for me. I wasn't, that's not my usual mechanism of learning. But what I did is I just built everything with our platform, with the Abatrix platform, and then reverse engineered it. I went to see how did this controller actually build out these best practice networks and connect them together. And I went and looked at the native constructs and figure out how our intelligent controller did it for me. And that's how I learned cloud. And then from that point forward to get deeper, yes, I did start to dabble into AWS courses. There's a lot of different uh, different curriculums out there that you can run through online, you know, Coursera and Cloud Guru and all these different ones. And uh, you know, I, I think everybody does this differently. And I proved that you can do it in both ways, either through a curriculum or just reverse engineering and real world experience. That's, That's a great tip, Adina. Thanks a lot for that. I think, no, no, so, I, so, sorry, so, I was just going to say, I think the, um, I think if you want to be an cloud architect, if you want to become somewhat of an expert in the cloud, then, then you've got to be working at it full time. You can't approach it in a part-time way. And the problem with the on-prem traditional network engineers, as we all know, they've got their day, day jobs to do. When they go home, they just don't want to pick up a book. They don't want to log on and they don't want to start another four or five hours of, of, of training. So mm. you've got to have the, you got to be doing it and you've got to be doing it full-time and have the practical experience. Similar to, to what Dana would mention, you know, he'd put himself forward, he'd get some experience. Baptism by fire, he'd make some, you know, there'd be some 
problems, he'd overcome them, he knew who to talk to, etc. And yep. I think if you're going to be successful, you've got to be doing this all the time. Otherwise, if you're doing it, you know, I wouldn't say half-heartedly, but if you only got one toe in the water, then you're not going to be a successful architect. You're going to be, and and you're going to allow yourself to be pulled back to do non-prem work. Yeah, um, I can agree with that, John. For yeah. sure. And 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 your your preference is going to be okay. I'll go back and do the on-prem work. You know, because you haven't actually grasped the um, you know the cloud construct, the 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 cloud mentality, because you're only sort of one toe in the water. Yeah. So, John, to to that, I would just ask you, right, because you have this massive experience. I've heard this from people is that cloud projects are prized projects within organization. Everybody wants an in on cloud project. So for all of our audience out there who don't have that opportunity, Mm -hmm. right, they're not the ones that got assigned to a cloud project. Then what do they do? I seriously, Hamad, it's a a great question. I, I would say... You know, if the only way you can get yourself upskilled is to start working in your own time, uh, grab a few hours during the day, in the evenings, weekends, then do that, right? I'm not saying don't do that, right? But in the end, if you're really serious about cloud, go join a cloud company that focuses purely on cloud networking, yep. cloud solutions. Yeah, and I think yeah. this has been our experience as well, right? You know, even though we, we were working in a on-prem provider, right? We were always working with every on-prem vendor, legacy vendor, they are trying to be relevant in the cloud. They're, they're coming up and they're lifting and shifting or something. They have a cloud project or cloud integration happening. But the point is that if you, even when you are doing that part, your lens is very different. You're not looking at cloud or learning the cloud, the cloud way, right? So what we felt Correct. that while we were there and we were sort of saying, yeah, we can do the cloud. It's basically mostly about connecting to the cloud or pushing your lift and shift. So you really don't get the essence and the power of the cloud. You don't learn it the right way. And I will put, probably ask Shazad here, right? Because yep. when we joined Avatrix, uh, I mean, obviously Shazad is a double CCIE. Um, you know, uh, we used to write VCDX uh, networking exams back at yep. VMware. So we had pretty good understanding of on-prem world. But when we came here in the three years that we sort of spending time in cloud, you know, we, we realized that the cloud world is a lot different, right? And exactly. maybe Shazad, you can tell us, you know, at some point, I feel that you have to take AWS solutions architect or Azure solutions architect and maybe a network specialty, maybe a AVATRIX certified engineering to fast track your learning. So yeah. what has been your journey in terms of, you know, what course would you recommend, right? If somebody has to do it as part of their day job, right? They're starting... Yeah there could be a prescriptive approach to handling this. So what would be your recommendation? Yeah, absolutely, Noman. So when I started actually in the cloud, uh, you know, like many of you guys listening, I started in AWS and I opened my own account or my own personal email ID and I, you know, went there. And then when I logged into this console, you know, you see like 200 different type of services sitting over there. You're like kind of lost. Like, so, but I somehow navigated, I said, okay, my, my life is going to be in this VPC. That's, where I need to go for as a networking and security engineer. And I went there and then I started creating these network seeders, right? So you create this top level seeder and then you, you create the subnet and then you have this concept of public versus private subnet, right? I'm just giving you some basic, simple challenges that you might experience when you start looking into cloud. Now, these are RFC 1918, but they call them public versus private. So that was like, okay, how, where do I go from there? And then the internet was another you know, thing that was just sitting next to the application. It was completely different ball game. If you look at it from the 
from the on-prem world where you have the proper DMZ, the cage and the rack and everything, right? So that was very challenging. Then I said, okay, let me start digging into certification. So I looked at the AWS associate level certification, but it is mainly for the DevOps guys. And then same story with Azure. Azure solution architect does not even have any networking in there. Maybe, maybe 5%, right? So, so that was a real challenge. So then myself, Hamad, Saad, Numan, and others, we thought, you know, we need to fix this problem because there are so many people like us who are joining this cloud momentum and they, they don't know where to start, where to go. So this is where we started the Aviatrix Certified Engineer Program, which is 100% cloud focused. And this is my recommendation for the audience to look into this course if you're starting your journey in the cloud or into the multi-cloud space, obviously, uh, because cloud is no more cloud, is multi-cloud. Uh, and, and then take this, like start with the associate. It will teach you the basic cloud constructs without Aviatrix in it. It will give you a little bit of teaser here and there about Aviatrix and how Aviatrix is solving those cloud uh, limitations or challenges. And then you can move on, take the professional design architect, cloud ops. So, so that's what my recommendation is. Now, once you have done that, it's very important that you have hands-on knowledge. Right, so for that we have created the sandbox starter. That's like the simplest way to deploy cloud network following the best practices. So that is what I would recommend to the audience here, Numan. Yeah, I still remember like um, you know uh, wasting about twenty-seven thousand dollars, right? Having that Azure <laughs> networking specialty course, it was just a nightmare. We couldn't even finish that five days that we paid for, you say, okay, but those guys are, are not, I mean, none of the CSP guys are networking and security focused. They don't have a networking security background. They're more like slide deck junkies, right? They pick something that, you know, CSP may have given us. That was a very disappointing experience. And then that pushed us to create these uh, courses that is specifically for networking security mindset people done by architects and uh, practitioners in the, in the field. So I 100% agree with this approach, like take, take a course in AWS or Azure, GC Oracle, more like a solutions architect, or associate level course, but then jump to this Aviatrix certified engineering associate and professional level that will actually give you, makes you relevant in, um, in, in what you need to help out your business right away, the most fastest way of doing it. So uh, one uh, last question um, before we can wrap this up, uh, John, right? Is you being um, a head of infrastructure and hiring people on different disciplines for 20 plus years, right? One of the things that Networking security architects need to adopt is DevOps and infrastructure as a code mm -hmm. mindset. And sometimes, you know, people like me, right, who have done networking security for all our years, it can be a challenge because we are not software programmers and it's very hard to embrace that concept, right? Because you have, you're just scared of programming or scripting in many cases. So, how have you seen that um, in, in, let's say, in, in places that we have yeah. worked with, how you have pushed it? And maybe, Hamad, you can also cover what are some of the advice that way, at least you can remove that hesitation in terms of what DevOps means and how can you work better with the application teams because that's a critical part of your success. I, I, thanks, Emma. So first of all, I would say the traditional network and that mindset has no place in the cloud. Forget that, throw that away. If you wanna work in the cloud, clear your mind. It's completely different. Don't try and bring that on-prem world into the cloud because you're gonna fail. Um, and you'll be bringing along a lot of baggage with you that's irrelevant. Um, the new skills, I, you know what, um, guys, it was, it was a real pain to recruit DevOps type people, people with um, development experience, people that had Terraform experience, etc. I found it a real, real problem for 18 months to two years. And um, 
you know, I, I even tried to ask my people to retrain, retrain, and one or two of them did. And I had a, quite a big team. One or two of them did. The majority showed very little interest or, as I said before, one foot in the water, one toe in the water, and the rest sticking to the on-prem world type thing. So you guys, you're like gold dust, trust me. You're like gold dust out there. Your, your, your command, you know, people will snap any one of you up and, you know, dare I say it, will double your salary. That's not, that's not to say you're going to leave Aviatrix, hopefully, right? <laughs> but Don't honestly, you, know, yeah. <laughs> you're, you are like gold dust. You know, I would have loved to have recruited, you know, two or three of you and it would have, you know, really um, elevated our, our, our position in the cloud. Um, but um, what, what, what I try to do is I, I couldn't always get the, the DevOps experience and certainly you can't get a developer that understands network. You can't get a network engineer that understands how to do development, understands you know, the different programming languages, et cetera. So I used to team them up, a developer, a network SME. The network SME can explain you know, what he needed to the development um, from a network perspective, and that developer could hopefully understand that and then turn that into some sort of script, Python script or, you know, Ansible or whatever, and then and get us some automation somehow. Um, not ideal, but it's the best I could do at the time, you know, when, when, when I was on-prem, you know. You know but, but I would say, I would say this, look, the, um, just going back to the, the training, um, I wanted to spend all of my time in the cloud on my last company. I wasn't, I didn't have the capacity to do that because I had a big on-prem world, data center, branches, campus, also to look after with that traditional network. And I carved out a team specifically for cloud networking. And I took, I asked the best of my guys. Some guys came, some guys didn't, was not, didn't show the interest. So it was a very small team and they struggled and we were trying to recruit and they're still trying to recruit to this very day. Um, in the end, I took the um, Ace Pro. I bought a number of people from my last company to the Ace Pro, which is probably about a year ago. I think Shazad and a few others gave the course. And I thought, this, for myself, I thought, there's absolutely no way I'm going to understand this. There's absolutely no way I'm going to pass an exam for this. You know, having you know, lost a lot of my technical abilities, probably the best part of 10 years ago. I hadn't logged onto a router for 10 years, you know. Um, I sat the course. You know, I have to say it was a really good pace. You know, sometimes it was fast paced, um, three-day course. And in the end, it finished on a Friday at about 8, 8 p.m., 9 p.m. UK time. Had my dinner and I thought, right, they've only given me three days to sit the exam, which would mean Saturday, Sunday or Monday. I knew I was busy the weekend and I knew Monday, there's no way I can sit an exam because I'm back to my day job Monday. So I had my dinner Friday night and I decided to sit the, 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 the actual test. And I'm glad I did. And by some miracle, I passed the test. <laughs> but Great. I would say to folks, look, put the time in. If you can't get the capacity during the day, then you know, unfortunately you're gonna have to put it in in your own time. If you still can't get the capacity to work full-time on cloud, then you know what the options are. There are great companies out there that you know focus purely on cloud. 
And I think uh, so. I I would say that I think this is important thing. The pairing and, and learning from a DevOps uh, guy is important because DevOps can never be a network engineer, uh, yeah. and then network engineer cannot be a full DevOps. There will be some exceptions, but what I've seen is uh, from a network engineering can at least know enough to start communicating with the app team in a much more optimal way. Right? Yeah. Not not many people will go and become super expert in writing code and scripting. but i have seen people i mean we ourselves have seen that like all of us are great examples of people who had nothing to do with devops and terraform and automation and now we can at least do basic level of terraforming and automation and scripting and i think this is something that we are now teaching in the cloud operations course or cloud ops course where we are actually hand holding and taking a persona of a networking security engineer who have never done devops and terraform to make them in and enable them to be able to do it and see what iac means infrastructure as a code yeah. means and how it improves and brings agility to a business today and why it's so important so anyways i think we uh, we we went uh, i mean as as i said earlier we can go we can talk uh, all day long on this but i think it's a great recommendation thank you guys for yeah. for for joining uh, any last comment from anyone else yeah namon i want to say say one thing and i i, I this is going to be a bold statement and i i don't sure coat these things right because it's for the betterment of everybody who's in the industry trying to grow their career this is a rare opportunity to listen to someone like john who's hiring these specific in- individuals these individuals that are going to be building next generation cloud so listen to what john has to say the, the relevancy is the most important thing you need to focus on in your career how to stay relevant and i would say again this is the boldest statement because coming from my background i'm like a multi ccie and ccd and i was a cisco like obsessed with cisco and all that stuff but i, I you have to realize that to to stay relevant you need to just drop all that right now because it isn't relevant on prem is not going to be relevant for much longer you need to focus on cloud if you're studying for your ccie your ccde or your ccna ccb okay get that base level knowledge but stop investing time in that because it's a waste of time go and focus on everything cloud if you want to get the jobs like john is mentioning these high paying high secure highly flexible roles and oh, sorry dana that's perfect the the what i would say is the cloud architect today is the cci of 20 years ago exactly. demand command lots and lots of money And guys, I wish I had your skills because um, I wouldn't retire. I just keep going out there and getting prostituting myself for the highest bid. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's it's John. It's so it's so irrelevant now that I've yeah. actually removed all my certifications from my LinkedIn title. Yeah. I used to be so proud to 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 tout that everywhere mm-hmm. on LinkedIn, but I I removed it completely because it just doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, get the Ace Pro certification. It'll take you a long, long way. Yeah, good. It's a fast track. It's a fast track one way ticket to the cloud. Thanks guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks everyone. Bye. Thank Bye-bye. you for having us. Bye. Thanks.